Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello, everyone. This is Medicine Walk, Dr. Eileen here on YouTube. And for those who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, it's Healing House Radio. So thank you. And it's, um, it's, it's well, if you're having a good week, I hope that you're doing okay. If you're not having a good week, I hope you're doing even better. And so... So, I wanted to talk about something uh, that um, we all are facing right now. Hold on a second. Let me just had an issue with Blog Talk Radio thing is acting up. Anyway, um, the reason that I think that it's good to talk about the golden rule. And this morning, I posted a tweet. And for those of you who don't know, every morning I post a tweet. And it's just kind of something to think about, something to focus on, something to consider. And this morning, it was about the idea that when you're talking to somebody, think about how you would like to be talked. When you're listening to somebody, consider how you want to be listened to. And, you know, like if you're, if you're judging somebody, consider that, you know, what you feel when you're being judged. So, you know, we all have our good and bad days. And um, I, I will let you know that that. been, you know, having some different things kind of weigh on me, and I feel that I can share that with you guys, just like I hope you'll share whatever you need to share with me. So it seems a little off today. Um, I've just got things that are kind of weighing on me, and especially when I spend a lot of time listening to other people, that's probably what I do more than anything else, is listen. And I feel that's important because I want to fully listen to someone. Because it's the only way that you figure what's going on. It's the only way that you make connection. And I always think about how would I want someone to listen to me? If, if I'm talking to somebody about something that's really weighing on my heart, what do I want to see in them? Do I want to see them you know, checking their cell phone? Do I want to see them just look at me? Or just to see, look in their eyes and know that for me to stop talking so they can interject something, either advice or talking about, oh, well, you know, this was my experience. So, so it, it's important that we consider when we're dealing with each other, 
one, you don't quite know where that person is in that moment. And when you are able to set aside one story and accept that maybe there's something going on that you don't know about or that you want to be able to, you know, really be present for that person. It, it, it's, it goes back to the golden rule. You know, do unto others as you have them do unto you. Although there are those who say the actual original quote was, do not do to others what you would not have done unto you. So I think that it's either way it works. Either way, it reminds us that we know how we feel when certain things are said to us when uh, we're approached in certain ways. So if you can be able to say, you know what, I'm going to take ownership of what I'm feeling in the moment, and I'm still present for someone else. And if you can't, if, if you're just really dealing with a lot of stuff, and you're not able to, then that's okay, too. All right. Now, none of us can be all the time. And the fact that you can be able to acknowledge that, say, you know what? I want to be present with you. I want to be here for you. And right in this moment, I can't. So either I can get somebody else who can hold this space for you, or we can just wait a little bit. And so that, you know, because if, if I've got something that's kind of weighing on me and somebody comes who needs to, you know, to be able to talk, I personally feel it appropriate that I go, it's like, well, my gosh, you know, first we're going to talk to me, then we'll talk about you. So I don't, I don't, that doesn't work for me. So I would rather say, you know what, we talk later. And or can I get you somebody who I know will be a really good person to be able to listen to? So it's it's a really good thing to be able to consider as an interaction. What is what is the mode of interaction? And that's different for everybody. I mean, you know, some people respond really well when someone just comes in and you know it's like, look, whatever it is, come on, we're handling it. Knock it off. Stop feeling sorry for yourself, you know, who comes from a very kind of assertive place. And there are people who resonate with that. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm being dumb. All right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm telling myself a bad story. And there are some people who need to have that more gentle approach. You know, someone who just sits down next to them and maybe holds their hand or gives them a hug or lets them cry. Now, depending on how you would respond to something, you know, because there's a shadow and everything, so there's a tricky part. You're someone who really responds well to, okay, come on, you know, let's move on. But you're dealing with somebody who maybe doesn't respond to that, maybe needs that handhold, or maybe needs that again. You know, maybe it's an issue of really paying attention to expressing other words. So when you have an opportunity to figure out, oh, okay, this is how it's normally approach for me, you can see that it's a bad need. 
understand if you're not the kind of person who can be able to switch horses in the stream, then it's for the best to say, oh, okay, let somebody who can be able to be there in a way that you need them to be. And anything it could be uh, somebody going through a difficult time. It could be somebody going through a grief process because of a loss. It could be someone just, you know, really feeling very frustrated that day. It could be someone who's in fear. So ultimately, approach works best for you. The main thing that we all want is be one to be respected. Two, to be acknowledged, to have what we're going through, you know, just get that acknowledgement. Hey, I can see you're really sad or I can see you're really upset or I can see you're really angry. So it, the approach kind of comes second to the idea of what is it that this person is telling me before they say a single word. You may be observing that their body language is really different. Maybe they're normally, you know, pretty perky. Body language is very withdrawn. They're curling their body in. Or maybe they've kind of separated themselves. Or maybe they're not answering their phone. So the idea is that if somebody is acting outside of normal behavior, then, you know, that's something to pay attention to. That's something to notice. Because the thing is, when you do it, Believe me, other people notice. Um, I there was a time when I was going through some stuff, and I had no idea how much I was saying without telling anybody because I I, I wasn't going to tell anybody. I was just going to like you know what whatever I'll deal with it myself. I had so many people who came up to me and asked me what was wrong. You're not acting like yourself. You're not even walking like yourself. So the idea that there was that consideration of who I was, and I really hadn't thought about how much my body language was saying, hey, not all is well, and I need some help. I need someone to reach out. And, you know, and I was so blessed that people not only noticed, but, hey, you know, we want to we Whatever it is, we can do this. That's one of the things that we can consider is how important it is to have somebody say, we can do this. You're not alone. You're not by yourself. And, and, and I, I didn't realize how much I needed to hear that. So, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's good to be able to say, all right. You know, I, I may not be the best person because of the way that I work. You know, if I work more abrupt, if I work like I snap out of it, and that's not what that person needs, to be able to recognize that's not what that person needs. Now, if C is working to you in a way that you doesn't work for you, so maybe, you know, they are snap out of it and you need somebody to hold you for a few minutes or somebody to you know, just kind of walk with you to get a cup of tea to sit be silent with you. Make sure that you let people know what it is that you need. If they can't figure out how to walk a mile in your shoes, you can pop one off and say, okay, try this on the wrong side. 
but I need certain things to help me through this. Can you provide those things? Because honestly, I believe people want to help. They often don't know how. And if haven't had a lot of experience with being able to kind of read people and to sort of feel for what that person needs. Now, those who are very accomplished with their empathy, where they can actually, you know, if you are empathic, then that's a skill that you can you can be able to work with. And for those who don't know what empathic means, it means that you have an ability to feel what somebody else is feeling as if it's your own feeling, which should be difficult. But once you learn to master it, it is an amazing tool to be able to um, to be able to help people. Because through that, you can be able to perceive, okay, first off, all is not well in the kingdom. There's something going on. Second, what is the person energy telling me? What are their emotions telling me? You know, how do I approach them to be able to – so able to either – if you're the person who is trying to work through something – and you can let other people know how it is that you need you know, to get help from them. What is what is the best approach? You're coming up on somebody who you are concerned about, then take a moment and pause. Take a second to see where they're at. There's a thing in uh, like an emergency response where if you come up on a scene the first thing you're supposed to do is stop and assess. You look around. What are the dangerous places? You know, if, if there's somebody laying on the ground in a room, both of you are in trouble. But you want to stop and assess. So when you're considering how you want to help somebody, or even if you, if you really should be the one to step up and help, then Take a look at, you know, don't just, oh, something's wrong, let's fix it. Because that may be what that person needs. You just need to be heard. And maybe they don't want it. Maybe they just need somebody to hear them. Which, if you're willing to do that, if you have the ability to do that, awesome. And you can go from there. And it's, it's easy to come across judgy. And we all know what it's like to feel like somebody is coming into our space and our issue, and then they're going to start judging us. And that is, that is like, really difficult. It's challenging. And it makes it hard for that person to be able to feel like they can open up. It's hard for that person to feel like they, um, they have oh, – hold on that they have a safe place that they can put whatever it is they need put. So, you know, just consider. Consider what you need. Consider how you like being treated when you're going through something. Consider what works and then use that as a start point, but always take a look at what it is. Always assess before you approach always consider all of what that person, you know, maybe it's someone you know real well, which makes it really easy because somebody you know real well, 
you know, if, it, if it's like a family member or like, you know, one of those friends that are, are like chosen family, then you have, you've already got a pretty good idea as to kind of how that person works. And so, you know, you come in with, you know, what is wrong? Come on. You know, telling yourself a hard story. Tell yourself a better one. Let's go. You know, something. Because maybe that's what works with that person. Um, or maybe they want quiet. So you can sit down and you can sit down next to them and maybe hold their hand. You know, if if it's somebody who you know has the tendency to need to get a hug, and especially people who do a lot of of helping, do a lot of work with people, that occasionally they're always the one to give the hug, but for them to actually be able to sit and receive a hug, to be in that place, because when you receive a hug, it's like two people hugging each other. Another idea of like, you know, mutual hug ring. Then there's the hug that when you are the one creating space and giving them a safe space, maybe they start crying, maybe just hold on, but you're creating an eye of the for them, but that's like you help them. Then there's a total receiving hug where you just kind of fall into someone's arms and they make it okay and you feel safe. And you feel like it's a, a a safe place for you to maybe cry or just hold on or talk. So there's, there's a lot to consider in being able to be there for someone. And being there for someone in a way that helps. Being there for someone in a way that allows to say whatever it is that think make comfort in the moment. And we have all with people who have said, you know, I, I mean, I, I know for that I've had people will say something to me. And in my mind, I'm honestly saying, seriously, that's the best you can pick up with in this moment. That's, that's your A game. That's your, you know, that's your best support. I say it out loud because I know they mean well. And you know, when when somebody's going through something and the person comes in and immediately starts talking about it, it's like, oh, you, you know, I think that's here's this, and it's like, oh, no one wants to hear that. No one having an issue wants to hear suddenly about your worst situation. Having that level of of presence that if you don't know what to say, if you honestly don't know what to say, say nothing. And that can be some of the best comforting that someone may be able to get because the idea of just being present, that they're not alone. And if you're going through it and if you are going through a tough time, I am sorry. And I hope it works out. And it's a place of being able to realize that we all you know, go through tough times. We all have different ways that we deal with it. Some go out and, you know, want to be surrounded by people. Others want to withdraw and be alone. Either way, it can either lead to balance restored or it can take them down a very dark hole. So 
being able to balance being respectful, and yet at the same time, it's like, okay, I'm worried about you. Um, you know, we need to talk about this. So consider. Consider how you like to be spoken to before you speak. Consider how important it is to be really listened to and then listen. Consider that each person's situation is unique. Each person has their own way of of processing. And maybe it processes slowly, maybe it processes quickly. But either way, they make it through. And they make it through easier when they can feel they're safe. You can make them safe. Or if you're going through something, you teach and find that that balance point to be able to find a place of okay, I'm better. And and maybe it means, you know, professional help, maybe it means um, you know, just you know, it may be more involved because not everything is simple. Not everything is well, you know, just go and exercise, have a positive attitude or, or you know, whatever. It may be something a little more complex. Do not be afraid to say, you know what, if somebody tells you something and you are in over your head, please acknowledge it and say, you know what, we need to talk to a professional. We need to talk to somebody else. I can't fix this for you. Be the only solution. So just, you know, take the steps. And be able to find what it is that person needs. Or if it's you, be able to say what it is you need to help the person understand that they can be a marvelous help. But either way, in there. Because whatever you're going through, whatever I go through, whatever everybody's going through. We're all going to go through it, and then we come to the other side. Maybe a little bumped, maybe a little bruised, uh, maybe even with a few stars, but do come out eventually. And as the saying I say goes, life is fun until it isn't. And it sucks about being able to help each other process through and being able to call in the help when we need it. Either way, you're going to be okay. So, thanks for joining me. And if you found value in this, and actually, this helped me out too. Uh, It helped put some things in perspective. And it's interesting, I sometimes, while I'm talking, you know, the little thing in my head, see, that's what you to and support this growing community, then you can like, you can share, you can subscribe, or and all comment. I do check the comments and I respond. So you can also oh you can also check me out on Twitter, and you can also check out my Facebook group Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. However you reach me, however you would like to reach me, check out. I'm here, and I'm willing to listen. 
Until next time, and as always, I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. It's going to be all right. We need this. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.